and gentlemen, at this time I would like to thank Lacey Johnson for providing her version of Sanctuary as the official theme song for Season 3 of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. This is Jim along with Bill, and this is Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, and I just want to say you can find me at thatspodcasting.com, the website, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Bill, where can people find you? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Bill and at Instagram at MrBilliam85. Do I remember them? Ah, you're too much. I'll never forget what they did to me. Uh, what was it they did to me? Squashed you like a bug. That sounds bad. And Jack helped. Even worse. They creamed you. That's right. That's right. That's one thing I won't be forgetting anytime soon. It's the last thing I remember. And it's the only thing I'll remember until I teach those clowns not to mess with Mr. Oogie Boogie. Oh, clumsy oaf. Are you still here? Why don't you oogie on back where you came from? You're crabbing my style. Have you already forgotten who brought you back, you insolent bag of bugs? Hmm. Sorry. Can't remember a thing. Very well, you ingrate. You'll rue the day you spurn my help. You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 3, Episode 9, titled... Boogie Boogie Revival. Welcome everyone to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts and Bill. How are you today? I'm doing good, Jim. What's one word you would describe this past half hour? That's a good one. All right. All right, Bill. So last time we had Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween Town. We started off, I I told you already that they're going to get new gear. What did you think of their new gear? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I I have names for two to three of them. Okay. All right. So go ahead, Bill. Let's start your half hour. Go ahead. Tell me what happened. Okay. So, Jack Skellington shows Sora, Donald, and Goofy the Christmas door that leads to Christmas Town. So, Sora, in cartoon fashion, gets kicked into the tree of the door as they head into Christmas Town. And that is where we see our new costumes here for this one. Mm-hmm. So, Sora. I, I didn't have a name for this one, but it's kind of a mix of an elf and if Santa Claus became a goth. Okay, that's fair. Then we have Donald the Snow Duck <laughs> and Goofy the Red Nosed Rain Hook. There you go. I was going to go Rain Dog, but that didn't sound good. But... Which was your favorite of the three? I I liked Sora's the best because Donald 
because Donald still had his feet. <laughs> and as one if, does, sure. Yes, as one snowman does, or snow duck in this case. And I don't know what was up with Goofy. Goofy just looked like he was on another planet. <laughs> like, if you looked into his eyes, he was on another planet. Right. So, the whole point of this is to go find Sandy Claus. Um, but I do want to mention real quick. Yes. Um, the first fight they have with the Heartless. And this one kind of made me laugh. This one particular part, because the 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 heartless are in you know toys. They're they're in toys this time. Right, because of it's Christmas Town, sure. Yeah. So one of the toys is a Jack in the Box. So Sora goes to the Jack in the Box. He jumps, and then all of a sudden the Jack that's in the box pops up, and he has like this gun, and he goes boom. <laughs> it was a perfect shot. It was. I don't know why I laughed at that. I just did. Okay. Um. So after that, they go find Sandy Claus, and Sandy Claus is going through his list of naughty and nice. So Sora asks if he's on the list, and Sant. Well, I'm going to use Santa for this one because okay. Sora asking, and Santa says to him, "Well." Seven years ago, you told you told other kids that you didn't believe in Santa Claus, so he's not on the list. But that makes me wonder: Did he stop getting presents seven years ago? Right, because <laughs> I because I will have a question later on in this. Okay. Then Donald asks if he and Goofy are on the list, and of course they are. Even though Donald Duck has anger management. I was going to say that, too. I was a little surprised by Donald being on the list so easily. Mm-hmm. Considering he also abuses his nephews at some point. Right. And Even the Jack, nephews, they say at one point they're on the naughty list in one of the Disney movies. Right. So you would think, like, Donald would be on there. Mm-hmm. And we know Scrooge McDuck hates Santa. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the whole that's a whole big storyline in DuckTales at one point. I, I saw that episode. That's a good episode. Yeah, it is. Um and then even on the Christmas special that um Although I guess in the end, now that I'm thinking about it, in the Christmas special that I watch, I think it's Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it's once upon a Christmas or twice upon a Christmas, where uh the nephews go into the toy shop uh, Santa's workshop, and first they destroy things by accident, but then they stay to fix things. And eventually, at the end, Santa forgives them and also gives... I guess when Santa said, what's one thing you want? And that's... They say they want Uncle Scrooge to be on the nice list for once. Aww. And one thing Scrooge McDuck wanted was bagpipes when he was a kid. Aww. So in the end, he wants, he got bagpipes... And they all also got earbuds because bagpipes are – because he's not a good bagpipe player. <laughs> that sounds like it might have been the second one because the first one I be- – because I've actually seen Once Upon a Christmas. Is that the one where it's basically Groundhog Day? Yeah, basically. Because I haven't seen the second one. So. Yeah, well, that's the, the Tui Dewey and Louie one for the second one. Yeah. Okay. 
So anyway, I'm very surprised Donald Duck is on the nice list. So that's I'm I know. Saying. So Jack then wants to talk to Sandy Claus about something, and they hear this noise. Well, we go into this room, and we see Maleficent with the three kids, and. The bull or the kids jump out the window because Maleficent has the power to just, you know, disappear and the kids just jump out. Mm -hmm. And then we find out the kids names and I loved it. It's Lock, Shock and Barrel. Correct. I loved it. I'm like, what a great name for three kids. And then now that you're saying that, I'm really surprised they didn't say them in Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm not surprised they didn't say them in Chain of right. Memories at all, but I, right. I am surprised they didn't say those names in Kingdom Hearts 1. So after that, we go back to Halloween Town where Maleficent is with the kids, and the kids talk about... Well, actually, Maleficent talks about how she wants to do something to Christmas Town, and it got me to thinking, oh, she's probably more of a person that celebrates um, Festivus than any other holiday. <laughs> right. Boxing oh. Day. Bo- yeah, Boxing Canada. Day, exactly. For those in Canada. <laughs> um, then, they, then the kids mention about Oogie. They mention Oogie Boogie. And... Maleficent has this idea to bring Oogie back. And, well, she does it. Mm-hmm. But Oogie isn't really himself at first. He's not reacting like he usually would. He's not, like, mentally there. Yeah, he's very forgetful. He is. So He doesn't even remember how he died, I guess yeah. is the right word. So Maleficent takes Oogie and I guess goes to train him to get him back to memory? Well, I think what's implied was so she brought him back to life, but he's not fully recharged. Mm-hmm. Because in the middle of when she starts explaining about her plan, he falls asleep. Yeah. And so what she does is she um, goes and takes Oogie somewhere to, I guess, wake up fully because Sora... Donald and Goofy are on their way. Yeah. So eventually, Sora, Donald, and Goofy and Jack go back to Halloween Town. But someone else also goes to Halloween Town. Sandy Claus. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for the group when Sally calls for him. And Sally tries to explain why Jack wanted to talk to him. And as that's going on, Maleficent and Oogie are there, and Maleficent tells Oogie of the plan, of you know we we're gonna take Santa, you know we're gonna take Santa Claus. Right. And I thought their laughing would have been heard by Sally and Santa, but I guess it wasn't. So eventually, Oogie kidnaps Santa Claus, which means there's gonna be no Christmas this year. That's right. No, no presents for you. <laughs> or your nephews or your entire family <laughs> okay the, the show's you, canceled you have to sing that for the rest of the time you have to sing this was the year without a santa claus goodbye everyone you, canceled. 
Do you even know that that song like by heart? It's like there was a year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, I can't go this year. <laughs> See, I have to hear the song again. Because I know I it's what I, I I agree that you remember it though, because that's definitely the rhythm at the very least. To yeah. Me. And or you could be the little girl in that movie <laughs> that cries that says a blue Christmas. Oh God, that scene. <laughs> okay, so. Sally then goes and tells Jack and the crew that Sandy Claus has been kidnapped and they have to go back to Christmas Town to rescue Sandy Claus. So Maleficent and Oogie have Sandy Claus tied up on this conveyor belt and the purpose of this is basically they're going to make Sandy Claus a heartless. Which confuses me because I thought her original plan was she wanted to take over all of Christmas Town. And based on her other story that she's had in this game mm-hmm. was I, I maybe I'm reading too much into it, even though I'm I know I'm the one that knows Kingdom Hearts more than you. But yeah. it seems to me that so far all her story is is Hollow Bastion is no longer what it used to be, mm-hmm. and now she needs a new home. And you're going to take Christmas Town, right? Because remember the then the next her next thing after we saw her return to Hollow Bastion was Timeless River, mm-hmm. and her plan there was to take the Cornerstone of Light so that she can take over that castle. Yeah. So I had thought when she's like, I want to um, get rid of Christmas Town was it's another property venture for her. Right. But the, turning so, Santa into a heartless yeah. doesn't really do anything to help. I guess it does. Maybe. It, really, it really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. Because, I mean, I feel like she would be able to take over almost immediately if Sora, yeah. Donald, and Goofy and Jack weren't there, obviously. but. Mm-hmm. So... So Maleficent leaves, and they're about to do the whole thing when Jack and the crew come to help rescue Sandy. So they have the fight, and Oogie is defeated again. Well, wait, you don't want to talk about Oogie and Maleficent arguing or not even arguing? Oh, yeah, yeah, because, like, I I think at one point Oogie was going to start, and then Maleficent says something, and he's like, what are you still doing here? So Maleficent was... Again, she starts saying something like, I'm going to turn Santa Claus into Santa Heartless. And she was doing some kind of spell. Like, you could see mm-hmm. that she was, like, waving her arms with the wand and, you know, like, magic was happening. And then Oogie, yeah. who for some reason was just randomly running back and forth in the background. I know, no reason. Ran into her. And she's like, you clumsy oaf. And he's like, are you still here? Yep. And then she starts saying like, oh, you forgot. uh, Did you forget who brought you back? And Ogie goes, sorry, can't remember. And then Maleficent gets mad and leaves. Poor Ogie. I kind of feel bad for Ogie this time around. I mean, I don't know if I feel bad for him because... Someone literally brought him back to life, and Brilliant. he can't even take, like, one order of, hey, just don't hit me when I'm casting a spell. 
<laughs> oh boy. Okay, so now Jack and the gang come. They have the fight with Oogie. They beat Oogie, and the bugs come out of him, and he is destroyed again. And and uh, to actually a funny way that it happened was Sally comes to Christmas Town, mm-hmm. and I think Oogie knocks her down at one point. And she's trying to put her leg back on. So as Oogie is working on trying to destroy Santa, you don't see her do it, but you could tell it was her. She throws her leg onto the belt Mm -hmm. and it stops everything. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's reminiscent of the movie. Um, I I know I've asked this before and I'm just asking because I don't remember. Did you see Nightmare Before Christmas? I've seen bits of it. I've never seen the whole thing. So towards the end, when Ogie has Santa Claus in his chamber Mm -hmm. at one point, um, he does get distracted by Sally's leg. Like it, like it, I, I don't, I guess the right word is you see her leg like she's trying to seduce him. I guess. And then he picks up the leg and realizes, oh, it's, not actually her, it's just the leg. So it's reminiscent of that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, then, that's when Oogie gets beat. Mm-hmm. As I've already told twice, and now the third time, so. Then, we go outside of Santa's workshop, and Santa's having a discussion with Jack. And the whole discussion is basically... Him saying that even though you want to help me with Christmas, your main holiday is Halloween. That is your day. That's your holiday. And if you don't do Halloween, then what's going to happen with the holiday is basically how I took it as. Yeah. And you see Jack in his Santa outfit, which... Kind of looks cool. Mm-hmm. And then the mayor comes and he has like these lists of things they could do for next Halloween. And I'm kind of like, dude, he just did Halloween. Give him at least another month. <laughs> that, that would be that would be like if Mrs. Claus went to Santa in February and was like, Santa, we've got to work on the list this year. <laughs> Oh, come on, dear. I just did Christmas. And that was the reason why Santa needed a holiday. Exactly. Uh, But again, another throwback to the movie, because in the regular movie Nightmare Before Christmas, um, if you remember, the start of that movie is actually the musical This is Halloween, This is (laughs) Halloween. And then right after that, I believe the mayor wants him to already plan for next Halloween. Right. Uh, So, as Jack is leaving, we get our next portal. Oh, yeah, that's right. And this this may be the best one, because it looks like the portal is Jack Skellington. Oh, I took it more of it's his suit. Oh, yeah, the The suit. suit. It is the suit. You're right. So... Before Sora leaves, he talks to Santa. And he and Sora asks about a friend of his. And he's like, hmm, 
I remember. He's the one that told you not to believe in me. Obviously, I, I kind of figured out right away who it was. Right. So he's like, well, if you find Riku, just tell him that I said hi. <laughs> and that's really the end of it. And I felt a little disappointed because I wanted to know if Sora was able to get on the nice list after everything <laughs> he true. did. I, I would think so. He better. We, well, we won't know. We won't know till Christmas, I guess. I guess. Huh. Or maybe he'll sleep through Christmas like he did last time, oh, since yeah. he was asleep for a year. Mm-hmm. Hey, where That's are we? Possible. Where are we going next? Oh, well, we're going back to Atlantica. <laughs> you know why? Because we got the magnet spell. Yes, we did. And you know what? For like a brief moment, I actually forgot about that part. Because, like, we, we'd gone to Halloween Town, and then we had this new adventure where we went to Christmas Town, and I'm like, oh, where are we going next? And then it's like, oh, I yeah. warned you, this is a multi-part thing Atlantica is for this game. Right. So, this is part two of Atlantica. Because, this one real quick, so, like, because in, in Kingdom Hearts 1, mm-hmm. the Winnie the Pooh book, the, the and you go look for the torn pages... You can theoretically get a torn page and not go right to the book, and you can actually wait and get all of them and then just do it all at once. You right. can't do that here with Atlantica, because once you have something... You gotta you, do it. I, I'm Maybe, you know, now that I'm saying that, now I'm not that sure about that. You might be able to wait. I'm not actually... I might have to look into that in the future. So, but anyway, yeah, so yeah. we're back in Atlantica, but it's a little bit better because we get a better song. Yeah, we do, and it's a little more upbeat, which is weird, because I remember... Well, actually, I'll, hold on, I'm going a little ahead of myself. Sure. So, Flounder asks if they want to move the statue, which they do. They move the statue into Ariel's place of objects and thingamabobs, and they're like, huh, maybe he's a prince, or he looks like a prince. And then after that, they have a little mini game with the song Part of Your World. And this part, this, okay, this was where, when I heard this, I was like, this is a little more upbeat than I remember the original being. Okay. Because the original song, while it wasn't a sad song, the tone of it sounded kind of sad. Okay. If you, well, if I mean, you, I feel like maybe it is supposed to be sad because she's dreaming about being up in a world that she's not supposed to be. Right. So, after you play that, Sebastian comes in, and they're like, Sebastian, we know what you're going to do. You're going to go tell the king. Don't you tell him anything. That's basically what it is. And Sebastian does go see uh, see King Triton, but it's because of the upcoming musical mm-hmm. that's about to happen. And, well, King Triton is still worried about Ariel and, you know, the human world. And Sebastian talks about how, like, oh, I've got the, bu- I've got the best musical ever. And then we see Ariel. She's really hooked on to the statue of the prince. Mm-hmm. 
And this is where Donald proves that he should not be on the nice list because he's like, could I sing her part? (laughs) I'm starting to to worry about Donald here, Jim. (laughs) I'm starting to worry about him. So Sebastian then comes by and tells them that he's come up with a new musical and that this musical might not work for them. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know. Like, is he trying I, to I, say what we all know is that Donald Duck can't sing? <laughs> it's like you had him working on whatever the original, you know, lyrics and songs right. were, and then it's like you change it, and it's can like you imagine oh. that on can you imagine that on Broadway. It's like, hey, we're gonna take out. One of the songs from the West Side Story. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take out the song about Maria. Uh, no one needs to know about her. Right, right. Or oh, you remember that tonight tonight song? Gone. <laughs> yeah, we we really don't need that. And, and and we don't need you know we could take out the one about being a jet and being a shark. And instead, we're gonna put this song in about <laughs> our jackets. <laughs> And we're also going to talk about the dance where where Maria meets. You don't remember his name? Oh god, his I name don't. Is, don't worry, I don't remember his name his either. His name slips my mind. I almost, I kind of want to say Tony, but I could. I be think wrong. it is Tony. It is Tony. Is it? Okay. It's, it is Tony. Uh, so after that, we end up going to a desert, mm-hmm. and there's nothing there, and oh. There's a little lion cub. Oh, gee, I wonder who that is. And that's the end of the 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> gee, I wonder what's going to happen next, Bill. Hmm. Certainly nothing bad. He's just no. going for a stroll. No, nothing. You know, nothing terrible. Nothing, you know, life-altering. Although, I want you to do some kind of theory here on why is he small. Good question. And we'll talk about that right after this. Oogie Boogie, that bag of incensed insects. Hmm, how intriguing. And where might I find him? Jack and his dumb, stupid friends destroyed him! Ah, yes, now I remember. More intriguing still. I believe I'll bring your master back for you. Bill, we're back, and let's get some theories and predictions, if you have any, as we see this little lion walking around innocently. Okay, my theory as to why he's still small is he hasn't had his protein. And what I mean by his protein is bugs and slugs. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't had that opportunity to, to feast into that. So that's why I think he's still small. As far as a prediction goes, I think we will have a game that we see where it's going to be the the Hakuna Matata song. Okay. So that'll be my prediction for the next episode. All right, very good. Now, Bill, uh, what do you think is... uh... 
what are some more worlds? I just want to just get this question for you because we've seen a lot of worlds at this point in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen, I don't know, I'm not going to try to name them all now, but I'm going to say at least eight or nine. Okay. That sounds about right, right? Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Uh, how many more do you think you're going to get? <laughs> I'm going to guess at least three. Does it count the one that we just went to or? What the? What do you mean, like Christmas with, tune? With, with the lion? Yeah, that counts. That's, okay. that's I'm, gonna, I'm already counting. All right, I'm going to change my number. I'm going to say at least four more. Okay. All right, we'll see how that one goes. We'll see if Bill's right, because um, we are... I know it's not right away, but we are getting towards the end of Season 3 Part A, because, again, this that's, this game is huge, and I think, what surprisingly, maybe even bigger, not by much... Than bigger than Kingdom Hearts 3 as far as cutscenes go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we had to split this in two seasons, but we're nearing the end of, in the few episodes of Part A. So I was just curious, because we still have a good amount to go. Yeah. Um, Alright, but we'll catch you next time on for more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. <laughs>